The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know, I was still hardcore pursuing that dream of becoming a well-known artist with a huge fan base and all that stuff. And going through all the trials and tribulations of that and also trying to have it create income for me, you know, at the same time. And not just doing it as the hobby and the love, but trying to make it a real thing. And then I honestly got to a point, COVID really smacked me across the face and put a halt to a lot of different things. And so, you know, that threw a major curveball and, and wrench in the gears. And so I just had to sit with myself and say like, man, how else can I monetize this love that I have for music and for creativity? Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind development. This is the manhood experiment. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care and that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. What's up, listeners, and welcome back to the Manhood Experiment. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this episode. We have an amazing guest that we're bringing in, a good friend of mine, Brandon Lewis. But before we jump into that, I just want to tap into y'all, make sure we checking in. Hope y'all are feeling good. Hope you're enjoying your day. This episode today, we're going to be focusing on the creative entrepreneur. Why? Because there's so many creators with these big ideas and incredible talent, and they're just sitting on it, you know? They have everything it takes to reach to the next level, but for some reason, they just can't seem to take that leap of faith and begin this process and this journey of the creative entrepreneur. So we want to help you, and hopefully, after the end of this episode, you'll be inspired, you'll be encouraged, you'll be motivated to jump into that because... This guest that I'm going to present to you has actually taken that journey. But before I get into that, I got to check in with my boy. Jay Dragon is out right now on vacation with the family, enjoying a good life as he should. Hardworking guy. T, how you feeling? Where you at, bro? What's going on? I am good. The Nevada weather is good here. I'm excited. Brandon, the last time I saw you, you were performing at Dreams on the Beach, a live show. That was during <laughs> COVID times. So yes, yeah, so excited to see you. And I think this is going to be a great topic. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say and share. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So listeners, if you allow me to introduce none other than my friend, family man, entrepreneur, super producer, creative artist. What more can I say? This guy is doing it all the way. The Brandon Lewis. Welcome to the Manhood Experiment, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Super excited to be on the show with you guys. You guys have done great things with this show. I'm very impressed. 
appreciate that, brother. We're glad to have you on the show. As you see, I'm not sure. Of course, the listeners can't see with your ears, but I got them. I got the most t-shirt on <laughs> for my boy here. Yes, yeah. sir. We did a, a single together. I got the most mm-hmm. during the time where many people needed it back in 2020, just to inspire and encourage people. But we want to focus right now, like I said, on the creative entrepreneur. And this is the epitome of who Brandon Lewis is. This is why I wanted to bring him on the show for you guys as a special treat. So, Brandon, can you tell the listeners a little about yourself? How'd you get into this creative journey? How'd you start? Well, let's see. All the way back when I was probably in third grade was when I first started (laughs) shooting video. Wow. Real talk. I started shooting video back in third grade with my dad's camcorder. I actually recorded my first song on a camcorder as well. (laughs) Already (laughs) doing music videos. Right. Bro, did you ever record on a cassette player where you could you could actually record over a tape? Yeah, of course. So I did the same thing on a video camera, but I would play the music on a separate speaker and then press record on the video camera and then rap over the beat on camera and then I would just be able to listen to it back. So that was the first like track I ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I was making movies and videos like with action figures and stuff like that and James Bond movies and different things I was into. And then, so even before I got into music, I was doing video production and stuff like that. So that's way, way back. So even as a little jitty mm-hmm. bug, you had this gift that you've just felt at a young yeah. age. And of course, your dad saw that, let you use a yeah. camcorder to cultivate this gift. But then, you know, once you actually begin to now say, let me take this to the next yeah. level, you know, I guess was this in adulthood? Was this later on? So you want me to... Fast forward out of adolescence. So we we jumping into it. We jumping into it. Yes, sir. Okay. Giving the good stuff. They want to know how you do it. How, how'd you do it? Right. So when I turned four, I'm just kidding. All right. So, um, <laughs> so you know, let's see. How long have you been doing music or producing? I've been doing music since actually officially recording since high school. You know, so that's been like 15 years, basically. Yeah. And pursuing the dream of an artist independent recording artist, producing songs, writing songs, shooting music videos, doing all that. You and I have a song together. That's as of late as 2020. You know, I was still hardcore pursuing that dream of becoming a well-known artist with a huge fan base and all that stuff. And going through all the trials and tribulations of that and also trying to have it create income for me, you know, at the same time. And not just doing it as the hobby and the love, but trying to make it a real thing. And then I honestly got to a point COVID really smacked me across the face and put a halt to a lot of different things. Mm. And then I had a baby. Yeah. And then DJ Khaled walked in. He said, another one. So now I got two of them things. <laughs> yes, yes. yes <laughs> and sir. so, you know, I threw a major curveball and, 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 you know, wrench in the gears. And so I just had to sit with myself and say, like, man, how else can I monetize this love that I have for music and for creativity and things like that? And so I just decided to focus on creating music and content for businesses. And I just wanted to be able to take my passion and as opposed to just like get followers and fans and do that whole thing, I just Mm -hmm. wanted to turn Mm -hmm. what I did into a service, you know, and outside of just studio time and having people come over and record, like I wanted to do be like a very tangible, high value service that I could provide for businesses and whoever else needed it. And so I kind of formed my business around that with my couple other partners. We have combined habits. And and that's the name of the business. That's the name of the business. It's called Combined Habits. We've all joined our different talents and skills together to be able to create high-level content. And the way that we've kind of phrased it now is that we combine music and video together to create 
creative, highly converting content. I like it. We're talking for the listeners here. Some of them are creative entrepreneurs. Mm. How would you mm. balance the creative aspect of your business with the practical side of running a company? By far the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm. especially starting out, it's like if you're the person who, if you are the business, you create the content, you are the one that is like, you're the creator. Everything that is made is a result of your work and your hands and your talent. And then now all of a sudden you have to do this business thing, you know? And it's like, okay, you got to try and get a client, getting new clients. It's a whole other process. It's a whole other side of your brain that you have to operate in. And it was very uncomfortable for me. I still don't like it at all doing the business side. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, finally you land a client. You're like, yes. And then you have these new projects to do. And you got these songs to make, you got these videos to create. And then now all of a sudden, that's all you're doing is that project for that client. And that now there's no other business mm. development taking place, right? And so like all your lead generation, all your sales, it completely stops because you're spending all your time working with the client now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, so I know a lot of people experience this. It becomes this up and down, this like, I have business, I have no more business. I have business, I have no more business. I have business, I have no more business. And so where right. I'm at now is in order to create that balance, I have to put in processes and procedures in place that can mm. continue while I'm doing the creative work and also unloading some of that creative work and outsourcing it and, you know, building a team. I like it. I think that was a very key piece for a lot of our creatives because you get into the point to where you're creative. You want to be creative. You love the creative process. You love the product of what you're doing and it's more of a selfish piece of it, right? Mm -hmm. But then you're like, I want people to enjoy this as much as I enjoy this. However, that's not the piece that's bringing the income. So how mm -hmm. can I make this a high value service? And that's right. kind of where you're, what clicked in for you, I guess in, you said back in 2020, because mm -hmm. you're right. Performances, I felt it, you felt it, you know, <laughs> no venues to perform at, like, yeah the ways that as an artist would typically generate income, all that changed. So yeah. now you have to figure out how can I be this service? How can I be of service to a bigger business or a bigger mm -hmm. entity, thus combined habits for you, right? Exactly. So Brandon, I've actually heard one of your songs for your clients on a radio, maybe about a week ago. Yeah. And I was <laughs> very impressed. It, it was catchy. It was, it was hella catchy. I was like, wow, that's my boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. I was hyped. How did that mm -hmm. come about? Could you explain the process of how you actually landed such a high value client? Feel free to name drop or whatever, you know, <laughs> shit's out. For sure. Yeah. So that's a local personal injury attorney in San Diego. And it's crazy because that kind of falls in line. They were our first big client. And so that was kind mm. of the beginning of where it all started with this. And we were just doing basic outreach on Instagram, like DMing people. But I will say, because I think this is important, that I think the only reason why we were able to convert that lead into a client is because before we started doing that outreach, we had been very consistently posting on social media, specifically Instagram. And so we had videos almost every day about our new business, about our services, about our processes, the different content that we've created in the past, like repurposing all our music from the past and our music videos, like the I Got the Most video. Mm. And so we just had been posting for a while. So then when traffic started coming to our page, we knew that people were going to be seeing quality stuff and what we represented. Preparation. Yeah, exactly. And so 
we just DM'd him and he saw it. And then all of a sudden we started noticing likes on our videos and then like on another video and then like on another video and another one and another one. And we're like, oh man, he's going through <laughs> our stuff right now. You're like watching it real time. Like, boop, boop, like, like, like. And then, and then, <laughs> and then literally five minutes later, my phone rings and it's like an unknown number, right? And you know how often we answer unknown numbers, mm -hmm. but like, I know y'all right. sometimes when you're in the midst of pushing for something and you have kind of a energy that you know you're seeking in the world, you get a feeling. And I'm like, I, I know this is not spam. I, I need to answer this one, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it had like a plus sign in the beginning of, of it, you know, I'm just like, and I answered it and it was boom, it was them. It was the attorney. Wow. And, and he was just like, man, I love your stuff. Everything you do is amazing. You guys' content is so great. Your music, like, I want everything. I want songs. I want video. Like, boom, boom, boom. And I just couldn't believe it. It was like a magical moment, you know? Like, and that wow. was number one. We were at zero before that, you know? And so that kind of kicked Man. things off. So your first client was mm -hmm. your biggest client starting yeah. off. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. One of, yeah. Man, that's huge. That is huge. And it doesn't always happen like that. But, like, you right. miss every shot you don't take just to show that, right? Prime example. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the type of thing that I really hope our listeners just really receive from that. You had a process. You started off with one dream, as I say. Like, you started off with this Apple. The Apple mm -hmm. was working. It sold a bit. But then something came about you. So let me switch it up. You had Apple juice now. So now you, you got a better product <laughs> that you processed a little bit more. And you're like, man, people like this Apple juice. So you now I got some apple sauce. <laughs> now you got some applesauce. <laughs> and I think a good lesson too is the patience you guys had because I started to see your content. The more you posted, then I started to see more of the content too. As you said, it mm -hmm. wasn't like an overnight thing, but you were perfecting right. your video, perfecting your craft. You just getting more videos out. And then at some point, there was a breaking point where you start getting clients. And I think yeah. one of the biggest lessons is having the patience for this. For sure. So I have a question here. There's a lot of people, especially in the younger generation, everything is around social media and there's a lot of negative feedback, criticism. How do you handle that in this industry? And what's the advice you'd give with mm. people who are in this creative space, afraid to put in things out because of all the negativity and the feedback they mm. might get, negative feedback they might get? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different for me because I've been doing it for so long. And so I'm so used to hearing feedback and negative feedback, positive feedback. And as artists, we're very sensitive. We're sensitive people. And uh, <laughs> if somebody says they don't like something, it's going to ruin your day. <laughs> and so you have to get used to that. You have to get used to it and understanding. Like, And it, it is such an emotional thing because it's just like anything else. Like, If you sleep on it or if you allow 24 hours to go by or even a few hours to go by and you come back to it, you have a clear mind, you have an emotionless mind and more logical. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. The second verse mm -hmm. is whack. I need to re-record that or something, you know, like whatever the creative right. input may be, you can come back to it with a clearer mind. But when it comes to like social media and seeing like comments and stuff like that, man, you just got to get over it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to get over it. <laughs> like you just have to be fearless with it. It's just like anything else. It's putting yourself out there. It's the vulnerability of mm -hmm. anything of walking up and talking to a girl or a guy in the club. It's, you know, like asking for something that you know there's a good chance that you could get turned down. It's vulnerability. And you just mm -hmm. have to love what you do enough to hope that there is going to be people out there that like it. And then as you continue to grow and evolve, then because of the internet, Childish Gambino, because of the internet, you're able to say like, oh, this is my audience. 
I'm just going to promote to those people. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're able yes. to, yes. now yeah. you're able to target in a certain way and you're just going to increase your likelihood of that particular person seeing your stuff. And then it's going to increase the chances of them liking it. So that'd be a combination of that. You got to throw a wide net first, obviously, and keep putting stuff out. And then once you start realizing who your target <laughs> is, then you could narrow it down. The niche down. You're targeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, T, and even better response, Brandon. To find out who you're speaking to and who your consumers are and who you're trying to service, you got to put yourself out there. And people mm-hmm. say put yourself out there, but there's a mental block that you have to overcome <laughs> with yeah. that phrase of put yourself out sure. there. It's not as easy as just doing it. You got to find mm-hmm. out whatever that motivation is, it has to be greater than you staying in that shell. I got a question for you. Than the fear. And the fear. Yeah. It's got to be greater than the fear. I love that. How can you, I would say like, I've heard a lot of your music and you have a unique way of going about your music. And now that you've transitioned that into a business and, you know, still keeping that creativity, can you explain your creative process now and how you come up with, you say, new ideas for new projects? Mm. Yeah, for sure. So like, it's funny because as you're, when you're a newer business and you're getting new clients, different clients, for us, it's like every client has been different, right? And so every client is a different challenge and they have different requests and it's a different genre of stuff that you're doing. So it's like my creative process in terms of this now is just kind of trying to embody now I'm in I'm in like ghostwriter mode. I'm trying to embody the business and figuring out what their message is and you know what their core competencies are. If they have taglines, like who are they speaking to? Same deal. Like who are they speaking to? Mm-hmm. What is their voice and their brand personality? Like I have to embody everything about them. And then I have to speak from that voice and write from that voice and that style. So that's kind of how we approach things now. It's definitely different than writing for myself. You know what I'm saying? It's different, but at the end of the day, the skills are still there. In fact, they're sharper than ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. But it's like, for example, we took, I got the most, and you're going to be hearing this soon, for that attorney client, and we flipped, I got the most. Word. Because that's like his favorite song. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully so. And so so. I (laughs) rewrote the whole song about their business. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't I feel like I need to try and answer this question better. It's very fun and very challenging because, like I said, every client that comes in now, it wants and needs something different. And so we're doing rock songs. We're doing country songs. We're doing hip-hop songs. We're doing pop EDM songs. Like every single client that comes in is a totally different genre totally different style. And so we really get to flex our creativity and and our versatility. And it's really fun trying to embody new genres and new personalities when we're Mm. creating stuff. And so- Do you feel like it's made you a stronger artist? 100%. Or a better creative in doing this? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I have a question for you. I was recently on a call for the they have this community called the Art of Documentary. They're teaching people Mm. how to make documentaries. And a lot of people had the question of imposter syndrome. They mm. suffer from imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. they lack confidence in themselves and they feel like they're copying someone else. You've been through this, I'm sure. Every creative entrepreneur, artist have some sort of imposter syndrome. 
what advice you'd give to the listener who is imposter syndrome, whether they want to write a book or write a song or create a music video or do something creative, but yet still they lack that confidence. Real quick, real quick, before you answer that, Brandon, T, can you give a quick little definition of what imposter syndrome is? Yeah. So a couple of the people that was on that call said, you know, I want to create this documentary. I want to put out a video out there, but I feel I lack the confidence. I feel like I'm copying someone else's work. I feel like I'm not original. And to give the definition of imposter syndrome, I'm just reading it from the internet here. The persistent inability to believe in one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills. Yeah. Did that translate to you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Where I experience it, and I still do, and it's almost like it's that moment of the leap of faith. It's like it's doing something that you've never done before, but you're promoting yourself as someone who is an expert in it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I experience it the most, right? So it's like we're creating all this content and I've been making music my whole life. I am an expert in making music, right? <laughs> I would consider right. myself an expert in, in producing songs. I would agree. Right. Thank you. But when it comes to this particular way of producing music, whether it be like writing a jingle for a business or something that we're doing right now for this larger tech company, and we're creating one of those five second like nationwide is on your side type of jingles, you know, and promoting myself Mm -hmm. and ourselves as someone who's an expert in that or someone who's an expert in shooting these types of videos. Yet we don't necessarily have very many examples to show of it, even though I know I can do it. I know I can do it because I've done other versions of it in different ways, Mm -hmm. but I felt extremely incapable, I guess, or self-conscious about it because I don't, I didn't have too much actual particular experience in doing it. And so it's like, well, yeah, talking to somebody and you're you're trying to close a client and you're talking to them about it and you know, you can do all these things, but there's this fear that just because I haven't done this specifically that, that I may be a fraud. Like Mm -hmm. I'm technically telling them something that I know I can do, but I haven't done it in that exact way that they want, Mm -hmm. but I'm positioning myself as someone who can And I feel like everyone has to go through that. Like there's no one that hasn't gone through that phase. It's no matter what, you're transitioning from something you've never done to something that you've done before in one way, shape or form. And so I do have ways of combating that. And it just depends on what industry and, and what you're trying to accomplish. But as a creative, trying to get into selling a new thing that you may not have done before, my recommendation would be to go out and do it for free. Mm-hmm. Find the areas that you are looking to get the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to get experience and and go do it for free. Find maybe friends or other businesses that you may you know personally do some stuff for them for free. And then now you have the practice and now you have the examples and the case studies. And now you can say, okay, check out this. I can do this now. I have proof. So then when I go out and promote myself, I can show things that I've done in that specific area. That's how Mm, we had to get around it. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. That's an amazing point that you just spoke to because a lot of people, they want to wait till they check every box. For Mm -hmm. some people, imposter syndrome may be, 
trying to check every box of this current position until they go into the office and ask for that promotion for the next position when they know they're already capable. They've done all these things at some point in time. Mm -hmm. But just saying, like in the name of your business, combined habits, taking all these habits and doing them at the same time now, utilizing them at one time Mm -hmm. to then say that I can move forward. And do this next thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I really appreciate that you spoke to. Doing something that you know you've done before, having enough faith and belief in yourself to you know move forward. Mm-hmm. So I got another question for you here. With that, I guess we went through a lot of things and we learned a lot about you thus far. So one thing I will ask, what advice do you have for aspiring creative entrepreneurs who want to now turn their passion into a successful business? Mm. How do you stick with that and how do you make sure you're completing your goals and stay motivated during this process? Yeah, because I think the problem is a lot of people, including myself, that we start a project, we don't follow through, we don't finish, we haven't, whatever, fill in the blank of the excuse. And dreams have created an entire album, you've created albums. It takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, a lot of commitment to follow through. So it's coming from that problem for the creative entrepreneur, they want to finish something, they want to do something, but they never have the follow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the follow through has, it has to be sourced in, like you were saying, dreams, the motivation for the end goal, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, am I willing to put in X amount of hours, sacrifice certain things in life to be able to get to this end goal? And I feel like for a lot of musicians, it's always like turning the hobby into the day job. It's like, we have this hobby and then you have to eventually, like, if you ask yourself, am I going to take this serious and I'm going to spend my whole life doing this or am I going to go get a normal job and yada, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's like asking yourself that question and what's the motivation and what's the purpose behind it and having that motivation to be that consistent and work that hard every day on something and sacrificing all these things is very difficult. That's the hardest part. Doing the creative part is not hard for creatives. That's easy. Right. <laughs> you know, it's true. It's the everyday grind on all the other aspects. It's, you know, how am I going to post every single day on social media? Like, as a creative, I don't care. I've never cared about that. I've never cared mm-hmm. about posting every day on social media. I can't stand it, <laughs> you know? But it's <laughs> like that that's the world that we're in. And that's what it takes. That's the work. Yeah, that's the work. That's what it takes in order to to get there. And even before social media, it was the same thing, just in a different format. You know, it's just like, how many events are you showing up to? How many people Mm -hmm. are you networking with? How many new people are you talking to every day? How many record labels are you reaching out to? How many investors are you talking to? It's like, are you willing to play that numbers game and realize that the business aspect of it is a numbers game? You don't got to worry about making the stuff. You're good at making the product. It's just about making the commitment to knowing that it will be an everyday grind. And mm-hmm. in order for that grind to come to fruition, it has to be consistent. Right. Denzel, I know you've seen Denzel. He always says the same thing. Mm-hmm. He always says, discipline and consistency uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the way to your goal. Yeah, And then it, it's like, without a, without a goal, a dream is just a dream. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, but then without consistency... You will never reach that dream. And so it's just like, it's the chipping away every single day is the only way. And it's like, the crazy thing is you see these kids on social media, bro. And it's just like, I'm just mind blown Mm -hmm. at how much content they create. 
Yeah. The other thing I would say is do it before you have kids. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> you know true, true, true. Do it before you have kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Because <laughs> it becomes yes. a lot harder to find the time. Yeah. Yeah. But you're finding the time though. You got yeah. two and you're finding mm-hmm. the time. And that's what I'm most impressed at. So I don't want yeah. you know the listeners to feel discouraged like, dang, I, I'm at that point already. I got two. I got three. Well, right. you still have somebody here as an example who's doing He's it. You got to find the time. You got to make time. You know, I like you reference yeah. a verse and I got the most where you say, unlike most of y'all, I got the time, but you only have it because you created it. You prioritized it. Right. You know, you made time for what you truly wanted. And that's something that I want to emphasize and hopefully listeners pull from your response. So thank you for mm-hmm. uh, that advice and uh, answering those questions. For sure. I have a, one more question here. Yeah. There's a proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm. Now, mm. you have built your network. Dreams have built his network. You guys collaborate. I've seen behind the scenes how you guys have a production team. And how do you guys create that? How do you guys create network and create, find collaborators to help you with different skill sets? You have video guys. You have other sound guys. You have other talents, actors, etc. sometimes. How do you put together, let's say it's for, it doesn't have to be a music project, but just networking and building that in general. Go ahead, B. Yeah. So we can just give our example. You know, we met at an event at a bar, right? That's where we yeah. met. My homegirl, Alana, was performing and that's where we she met. Had a performance there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we met. So I think step one would be go outside Got to get, get out off of the, of the internet and go outside in, in real life, right? Go inside of real life and do things in real life so you can meet people face to face because there's certain aspects of life that will never change. And there's nothing more powerful than face to face being with people, meeting with people in person, not just on the phone. True. Right. And then I'll fast forward to like, so we got, I got the most music video and then your music video that, what was the name of that one? Uh, Born to Win. Nah, nah, the other one. The and one. then Free State. Free State. Free State. So we had, yeah. yeah, Free State and and I got the most. And both of those productions, and I'm sure you guys will post those or whatever somewhere here, but they were high-level productions and we did all aspects of it. And it took a team. You know what I'm saying? It took, it took a team. It took him and I, like him reaching out to me. We went through the script. We wrote the scripting because the Free State was like a movie. You know, and so we had to we had yeah. to do all the pre-production <laughs> mm-hmm. aspects of things, and that involved a lot of face to face. And then he had to coordinate with all the other actors in the video. He had to do location scouting. We had to practice everything, yeah. and so it it really was a team effort. So going fast at it alone, I feel like you need to. You're always going to be the one that's going to be pushing for your dream the hardest. You know what I'm saying? Like no one else is going to be pushing as hard True. as you for your right. dream. Right. So you have to initiate with that speed and then people are just going to catch on to your speed. If they see you moving in the right direction, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to bring people around you. And so when other people so see true. you moving and you're like, hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do it here. I want to do it at this time. Like this is what's going to be. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fire. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, let's go. You got <laughs> to fight know? for it. Yeah. You got to be the one passionate yeah. enough to fight for it. Yeah. They're going to want to be involved. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You have to keep promoting that dream mm-hmm. and get them motivated and interested. Yeah. So it's got to be both, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And even then, you don't have to spend so much time motivating people if they see that you're mm-hmm. motivated yourself. They'll become motivated from watching you as far as what Brandon was saying. And even the actors, like I went to different events to support them. I went to comedy shows to support 
one of the actors who was like a, a known comedian in the area. Mm-hmm. I went to a play to support one of the actresses who's the main supporting role in the video. So it's like I went out to support others. So when I had my time, they were willing to support me. You went outside. In that collaborative effort. <laughs> I went outside. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Y'all ready to have some fun? Yes. Let's do it. All right. So, Brandon, we got some rapid fire Uh-oh. questions for you. Okay. You get about three seconds to answer. You just okay. got to go off the top. Okay. Right. You ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Favorite artist. <sighs> God. <laughs> That's three seconds out. <laughs> Come on, All right. bro. Now that you, let's, let's give him five seconds. Five let's seconds. Give him, yeah. All right. Five oh seconds. Oh, my God. There's let's so start many again. ties. There's Ready? so many ties. <laughs> Set. Go. Favorite artist? First one that pops in your head. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Okay. Go. Favorite song? Woo. I got the most. <laughs> there you yes, go. Sir. Boom. I love it. Favorite food? Salmon. Salmon. Not salmon. That's, okay. You don't pronounce Some the L. Some people say salmon. You don't pronounce the L. It's salmon. <laughs> Salmon. <laughs> book you'd recommend mm. oh, to read? Um, Favorite book? Rock, uh, Rocket Fuel. Rocket Bye. Fuel. Can't remember the author. <laughs> okay. We'll find it. We'll link it below. It's yeah. a business book. It's about finding your number two, your partner, your collaborator to make your dream happen in your business. One's a visionary. One's an integrator. Nice. And you, you play two totally different roles, but without each other, you can't get nothing done. Oh. Nice. Okay. we link it in the show notes. All right, let's keep the speed up. If you had dinner with anyone, who would it be and why? If you could have dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Probably take it back to Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z, okay. Jay-Z. There right. you go. Speaking of rappers, Tupac or Biggie? Yeah. I'm from the West Coast, but I have to say Biggie. Biggie, ah, right. I'm just the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one for you. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Beatles. Boom. Ooh, Love it. All day. Okay. Love it. <laughs> all right, so if you're talking wings... Drumsticks or flats? Sticks. Sticks. Oh, <laughs> sticks. We have, a, we have a lot in common. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I get down with the sticks too. All right. Well, Brandon, before we go on every episode, we have an experiment of the day, the manhood experiment of the day. Mm-hmm. And we would like you to just say, if there's one action item um, experiment that you would give to our listeners, what is that? And the experiment is one thing we tell the listener to go try for seven days or 30 mm. days, implement it, and then give us feedback. Mm. One actionable item. Okay. It's not simple, but it's extremely effective in the topic that we talked about today. Content creation, the thing that I told you I hate doing, set aside one day a month to do batch creation of your content. And before that day... Mm. Write down all your content ideas, a list of 15, 20, 30 content ideas that you could shoot and prep them and then take that one day in the month and shoot all of them, right? All the Mm. ideas and then take a couple days to chop them up and edit them and then you have content to release for an entire month or more depending on how well you edit. And if you do that once a month, you'll be able to consistently post on all social media platforms 365 days a year. And then you're gonna you're gonna see exponential growth in whatever it is that you're doing. I think that's incredible. Love it. That's awesome, man. That's some that's some free game right there. <laughs> some free game <laughs> for sure. So to utilize that, it's up to you, listeners. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. T 
T, man, my co-host, you're awesome, brother. You were dropping some nuggets. I hope they brought their barbecue sauce out here. <laughs> and Brandon, the Brandon Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. And Brandon, if you could share where people can learn more about you and what you do. Absolutely. Yes. On social media, this is Brandon Lewis, and Lewis is L-O-U-I-S. This is Brandon Lewis. So this is Brandon Lewis. Yeah, this is Brandon okay. Lewis. And that's on Instagram. That's on TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. And then our business is Combined Habits, like Combining Habits, CombinedHabits.com, and also Combined Habits on Instagram. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Pop that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. C-O-M-B-I-N-E-D, Combined Habits. And uh, you will see all our stuff. And we're about to be dropping an epic advertisement. And I know you just saw it, James, I sent it to you. That's dropping yes, soon. And you it was incredible. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's going to speak to everything that we do, and I'm excited for you guys to uh, check it out. And if you need custom songs, custom music, or videos, you know, hit us up. That's what we do. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Man, thank you so much, Brandon. Again, like I said, T, thank you for always holding it down, brother, giving this platform to share ideas, experience with the listeners. Listeners, thank you as well, most of all, for joining us on another episode of The Manhood Experiment. God bless y'all. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Boom. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>what's up this is big dreams thank you for checking out today's episode of the manhood experiment if you like today's episode please subscribe and give us five stars not only does your feedback matter but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes so subscribe share and speak with your friends and family about today's episode and most importantly take care of yourself keep growing and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.